Good evening and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures. Quack, quack, honk, honk, and a vroom, vroom to you. I'm Stan Pago and my co-host, legendary guide in freshwater fishing, Hall of Famer Chris Kudak is on the line. And Kudak, speaking of honk, honking and quack, quacking, the animals have been going crazy here of late. It's I think spring has finally gotten here. Yep, yep. I got geese flying in my pond. I got some wood ducks. I got some mallards. The deer are out. The turkeys are in the yard. It's that time of the year. Yeah, stuff is moving, and uh, the ice was moving a lot here in the metro area. I was thinking, you know, we probably weren't going to make it until next week sometime, the way it was looking here a couple of weeks ago. But, man, oh, man, what, some 80-degree days and a little bit of wind. We didn't get much rain here, but... I believe uh, ice out has been declared as of today on Lake Minnetonka, so it's uh, party time and fishing time in our neck of the woods here. I'm not sure how things are up your neck of the woods. Uh, some of the little lakes are open. Uh, Malax still got a good sheet of ice on it. It's going to be a while before that goes. I'm I'm thinking it'll be after opener. It's it's moving around here and there, but uh, it it it'll be all, it all depends if we get rain. It looks like it could rain out now. It's been drizzling here a little bit and. You know, we get some big winds and some rain, you know, that's going to help out a little bit. But I'm thinking it'll be after opener again. Well, it sounds like Green Lake is out as well, the host for the governor's uh, opener here next weekend. And you and I were going to be partaking in that event. We'll be doing a bunch of interviews on Friday, and you'll be able to hear that show coming up next week here on Outdoor Adventures. We'll get that all loaded in. Uh, we will not be here to take your calls, but we will be here in spirit, right, Kudak? Because it's... The annual time of the year where we get to go out and have a little fun, get together on the road a little bit. Of course, we try to, you know, stay away from each other at certain times because we get in a lot of trouble otherwise. Well, yeah, yeah. And this year that, uh, you know, I'm sure that there'll be some babysitting getting done again. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to probably, uh, you know, tie you up a little bit to keep you out of trouble because every year it's the same thing. I got to keep you out of trouble. Yeah, and I always got to do all the work when we're there, you know, and then then you always, you, you got this trick, and I, I, I think I'm on to you now, but you always come and you kind of do the wimpy thing, you know. I'll, I'll gladly pay you for a burger tomorrow for a burger today, and then I never get the burger tomorrow. Well, you've had enough burgers out of me anyway, so it don't matter. <laughs> I think it's the other way around, but we'll leave it at that, but, and... Yeah, I found out today that I do have a fill-in for next week, so I should be able to get out on the water and do some fishing. So we may have to put a little skin on the line, Kudak. This is going to be our first head-to-head competition in the, what, four or five years we've been doing this. And I'm kind of excited, and I know you're kind of your teeth are starting to chatter, even though it's 80 degrees out, but... Uh, <laughs> no, no, they're not chattering at all? I think well, we should because, maybe do a because, poll and you know, see what the listeners think. We're 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 gonna, you know, what lake are we? I, you know, they we don't know where we're going. If we're going walleye fishing, pan fishing, what we're doing yet? I mean, they got three different lakes or whatever they're going to send us to, so we have no idea what we're going. So, <laughs> you you uh, bring all your weapons because you're going to need them all. <laughs> well, I got my nice JT rod uh, finally back uh, home here. And I am going to string that up probably to tonight or early tomorrow morning and get that thing out and uh, be ready to go. But I, I think we maybe have to go to the listeners a little bit and find out who's going to win the first annual Kuduk versus Stan Walleye Challenge because well you, you got to remember now 
you're bringing our secretary with, so yep. we'll have to get her involved in that deal, too, because I'm sure she'll probably uh, <laughs> have a little to say about this. You just keep dreaming, buddy. You stay out of that. But that's the thing. I don't know <laughs> if we should do any bets because – the last uh, time we had a bet at the governor's opener, it never came to fruition. So maybe we should just leave the bets aside and just do a friendly handshake deal and, and keep the peace. Because, you know, as as a two-time reigning bottle bass champion, I'd hate to knock off a Hall of Fame fisherman on, on the Wally opener and embarrass you like that. Yeah, you'd probably get beaten both both events if I was still drinking beer. So yeah, we'll, we'll let you, we'll let you hold the the rain in the bottle bass deal. You know, that that's not a big deal. But the fishing deal, I got a feeling you'll have your your hands a little full. Well, we will see. Let's hope the weather holds out because I don't want it to be like that one year where it's twenty five degrees and blowing and windy. I'm hoping for a little bit warmer day, but uh, should be. What do you think? It's. I mean, you probably know that area better than I do, but how do you think? I think it's going to turn out to be a pretty good weekend because, I mean, with the temperatures the way they are and the, and you know, the ice has only been off there for a few days, so I think it may be maybe a good thing for us. Yeah, it should be a shallow bite down there. I, I haven't fished down there in many many years, but uh, I, I'm thinking it'll be a shallow bite. Uh, you know. And bobbers, jigs with with bait, uh, you know, minnows or, or crawlers or leeches or probably leeches or maybe rigging down there. Yeah, like I said, I haven't been down in that country in a long time, so it it, it should be a good bite. I mean, it should it should be fun. Hopefully, uh, you know, they got they got all the guys lined up, and you know, those guys are all locals down there, so we sh- you know we shouldn't have to go out and look. Usually, these guys are right on top of it all down there, so yeah, we should have fun, and hopefully, it's like you said. Hopefully it's a day like today, it's not too windy and it's warm and we can go out and have a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being up there because I, I guess it's one of those areas that you don't think of, you know, like where I grew up, we always, you know, did our annual or couple-year trip up here to the cities and then, you know, we kind of stayed uh, more in the central part of the state and then we go north, you know, to go camping and hunting and fishing and stuff like that. So the western part there I haven't uh, explored all that much and, It'll be a fun time to be up there, and it sounds like they have some nice festivities up there and some great restaurants and hotels and stuff, so I'm looking forward to it. No, it, it should be a fun time. And like said, you know, if you go into DNR census there, they got a good number of walleyes, and, and the lakes are all pretty good around there. So, yeah, you know, if the water temperature warms up a little bit, which it should, I mean, I don't think the lake is real deep, if I remember right, uh, it, it should be a good bite. We should have fun. Well, that is your responsibility. You you do some studying on your Navionics and your Lake Master chips and all your maps, and then get a hold of your old timer buddies and and find out the hot spots because I I may need it. Well, well, you know it's it's you look at it this way: we're, we go do our radio, we're going out to have fun, and that's that's what we're going to do. We're just going to go out and have a good time, and uh, if we catch fish, we catch fish. If we don't, well, you know that's just so be it. We're on the water, we're having fun. Yeah, it is going to be a good one. And then the following week, we have Ron Shera's uh, crappie contest. That was originally going to be this weekend today, as a matter of fact. But because of the late ice, they put that back a couple of weeks. So that'll be still happening in two weeks from today on May 19th out there at Lord Fletcher's on Minnetonka. I, I, I already got my seat. Uh, they already called and got me a seat already. So I'm already booked in over there. At my favorite place over at Minnetonka. Oh, you sitting in the dunce chair, huh? You no, know, no, I'm sitting <laughs> Just right, like the back in right school. there. It's a throw picnic table where where they sit me every year. You know, all the, all the girls know right where I'm at. Oh yeah, I bet. I'm sure they do know where you're at. They're probably 
While they're in between uh, customers, they're probably like, "Hey, watch out for that guy over there. He's he's sitting at the table over there." That just no, just I, I think I'm gonna have to guy. borrow your motorcycle and your sidecar for that day. Yeah, well, I have an extra one if you need to borrow one, but uh, I'm guessing that would be a pretty pretty comical sight. I hear you're not too good on two wheels. You can hardly handle no. four. No, I can do two wheels just fine. Don't worry. I've I've driven many two wheel vehicles myself. All right, so uh, we'll get into that uh, more on the governor's opener coming up in about a half hour at five forty-five. But next, Kudak, we got our good friend Steve Panaz is supposed to be joining us. You did get a hold of him, right? And he's good to go, right? Yep, Steve Panaz. You, a matter of fact, when I called him, he was just coming out off the airport. He was uh, out doing something somewhere and doing whatever. But Steve Panaz, uh, freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, he's got his own TV show. Uh, very, very super nice guy. I mean, you can't. He's 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 right up there with the Takasakis and the Linders and the the Roaches and the whole works. I mean, he he's a he's a, uh, a pure gentleman, all around good guy. I mean, you 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 can't meet a better guy than Steve Panas. And he has a lot of cool toys too. So I'm sure we'll probably get into that because I know he reps for Garmin and and that Panoptics deal they have out. That's that's a pretty incredible incredible uh, machine. Yeah, he's got that fishing show. He's got he. You know, he, out once a week or whatever he does is filming, he picks a guy and they go fish a different lake and they pick apart the lake and very, very knowledgeable man when it comes to fishing and the pan optics. And I mean, he's, he's uh, just an unbelievable man. I mean, the guy you can't, you can't say enough about him. And he, I think he is in the hall of fame too, right? With you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's in the freshwater fishing hall of fame here a couple of years ago. He got inducted and uh, I mean, you've met him before. I mean, you, you can't find a nicer guy than Steve. He, he's one of them guys. If you you run into him at a sport show or you run into him anywhere, you you if you want to pick his brain, he'll stop and talk to you. And, you know, a five minute conversation will end up in, a, in an hour conversation. Yeah, one of the good guys out there. We'll talk to him, Steve Panaz, fellow Hall of Famer, with my buddy Kudak here. We'll chat the opener, his TV show Lake Commandos, and that might be a good thing to bring up because uh, that show is about hitting bodies of water that you haven't fished before so maybe we can get some tips on uh, green and the uh, wilmer area lakes coming up for the governor's fishing opener here next weekend but uh pro fisherman uh steve panas coming up with some walleye tips and just uh springtime crappie bites and what to look for what to try here in the coming weeks here on outdoor adventures twin cities news talk am 1130 fm 103.5 and the free iHeartRadio radio app Continuing on here, Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Kuda can tell you all about that free iHeartRadio app. All you got to do is download it, search Outdoor Adventures, and you can find our show anytime, anywhere, any place, and listen to it for free. And you can also get all the great News Talk shows as well anytime. Just search Twin Cities News Talk to... Listen to us live here from 5 to 6 every Saturday night here on News Talk. Stan Poggle alongside my pal Chris Kudak and uh, have local Metro legend Steve Panaz joining us as well, Kudak. And uh, he's always got some great information. And we might have to pump him, like I say, about his Lake Commandos, kind of the premise of his show is 
They go and uh, check out new lakes that they've never fished, and they got to pick up a strategy and study the maps and study the structure and all that stuff. So that might uh, come to help us a little bit coming up for the governor's opener here in Wilmer next week. Well, I'm hoping that Steve probably fished that lake. Like I said, I haven't been out there in years, so maybe he can uh, give us a few pointers where to go, What what uh, what's going on. At lake. I, like I said, I haven't been over there in a long time, but... Uh, I'm sure he might he might know something about it. He's over in that neck of the woods every once in a while, I would imagine. He's yeah, all over the place. You know what, guys? The last time we had the governor's opener out there, I actually fished it. And uh, Green Lake is a is a darn good walleye lake. In fact, it is one of the most beautiful lakes I've ever been on. Super clear water, tons of structure, good fish. I mean, it's a it's a wonderful lake. Well, we have a we kind of have a little bit of a handshake uh, friend type bet here. Steve and Steve Panaz is our guest of Lake Commandos. And uh, I don't know, I might have to get you up for some tips on that, Steve, because i, I got to find some way somehow I can beat Kudok here. <laughs> I have a suggestion. How about you come fishing with me out at Governor's Opener, and uh, we'll see if we can put the hammer down. Are you going to be at the Governor's Opener, Steve? I am. I am, I am going to go, Yep. Oh, okay. And by the way, Steve, if you're not doing anything June 15th and 16th, I talked to Bob Slaybaugh at Camp Confidence. We're looking for some more guides. We're short guides over there. So if you're not doing nothing, we can we can really use you over at uh, Camp Confidence for the 35th annual. Yeah, that Camp Confidence tournament is just a, a, a wonderful event and fun to fish. And uh, I'll have to check my calendar, see if that'll work. Okay, yeah, let me know. Let me know or give Bob a call and uh, I, 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 he put me in charge of finding some guides, and I'm, I'm getting a few, but I, I could use a few more. Already sounds like a plan. So, Steve. But anyway, Steve, now we got you on the line. We already talked about how nice of a guy you are, this and that. So we already went through all that good stuff. And um, <laughs> what can you tell us uh, of what's new for this year for the Garmin and uh, whatever else you're running? Well, you know, one of the cool things is there's a new uh, Aquaview unit coming out that actually pairs with Garmin. And when you have the, the incredible clarity on a screen like Garmin produces and and, uh, and you have the underwater capabilities of Aquaview and you pair them together, I mean, especially early in the year when the water's clear uh, and, and you can get out there. Um, I mean, I've learned so much using the cameras, and it's not just about bottom structure or type of grass. I mean, we ran into a situation last year when we were taping Lake Commandos. I actually had James Hall from Bassmaster Magazine. And James is a guy who actually produces the uh, the ranking of the top 100 bass lakes in the country. And he's the one that actually has named Mille Lacs two out of the last three years as the top bass lakes. So James is really involved. But he came up from Alabama last, uh, I think it was July, late July. And... Uh, we were out throwing crankbaits off some weed lines, and we, we were catching lots of largemouth, but we weren't catching any smallmouth. And I just I wanted to see what was going on, so I dropped an Aquaview over the side of the boat, and it gets down to the bottom, and I, almost immediately I see about a three-and-a-half, four-pound smallmouth. And I thought, James, why aren't they hitting these crankbaits? Well, I turned to talk to him, and the, the camera slips out of my hand, and it goes right down to the bottom, and it hits the bottom pretty hard, and you get this big poof. Uh, off the bottom, and the smallmouth immediately turned and raced to the camera. And I said, did you see that? He said, yeah. So we drifted along, and the, and the smallmouth is actually following the camera. So I hit the bottom again on purpose. If I missed him, he rushed it again. 
And then all of a sudden there wasn't one, there was two. So we kept doing this as we're drifting along, and pretty soon I had six smallmouth bass following the underwater camera. And all we had to do was run into the bottom. So I looked at the grass, and I said, you know what, with crankbaits today, we just can't run these cranks to the bottom. They're going to tangle. They're going to you know, clog up with grass immediately. So we went to drop shot, but instead of going to a finesse drop shot, we went to what, like a 3A ounce weight, and we just slammed it into the bottom and, and fished larger, uh, some of the max scent baits from Berkeley. We came in with over 60 bass that day. The lodge owner up at uh, Thunder Lake Lodge, he comes in, he goes, hey, how'd you guys do? I said, we got over 60, and he said, no way. And I told him the story. What an amazing fishery. But there's one of those little things that you learn when you, when you see things underwater, and that's one of the beauty of Aquavie. They really give you an, an eye under the water, and when you compare it with Garmin, especially with that, that great uh, you know, high-res high uh, graph screen, it, it's, really fun to, it's really fun to do. Yeah, and it is amazing the things you see, and and obviously I'm not in the same uh, class of uh, people that uh, you and Kudak are when it comes to fishing, but I know with my camera too, I put the Aquaview down there, and one thing I noticed this winter is, you know, I had my house in one spot, and I had been, you know, in that area before, and I thought I had my spot marked, but obviously it, it was not there anymore, so I was trying to guesstimate exactly where it was. And one day I was out there, and I literally, where my house was, because I wasn't having much luck, put my camera down, nothing. I literally took maybe 15 steps the other way, drilled a hole, put the camera down, and there was just schools upon schools of sun, sunnies and crappies. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so it, it, it's pretty crazy how that little bit can make that much of a difference, because before that I would have never believed you. Well, I'll tell you that underwater camera, they have gone so far in the last 15, 20 years, and Aquaview has been the innovator for, you know, a long time. I mean, I run Aquaviews all winter long. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're fun. To, they're, they're fun to play with. You can, like you said, Steve, you can learn a bunch with them Aquaviews. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you find, find out if it's a northern down there or, or a perch or a school of walleyes or, or what. You put the Aquaview down and, and you know. Steve Panaz is our guest from uh, Lake Commandos TV and uh, also uh, here locally in the Twin Cities metro area, and he fishes a lot of the area lakes. And uh, you also do, I know you get on the road a little bit, but let's kind of keep it Minnesota here, Steve. And uh, what are we looking at for the upcoming opener next weekend? What do you expect? Uh, what do you think is going to be working? What should I be trying to uh, take that uh, belt from Kuduk? You know, one of the things that's really been interesting is uh, I, I flew in from South Carolina a couple days ago, and I, as, we're, as we're doing our final approach, I'm looking down, and I'm going, wow, all the lakes are open. The river's obviously open, but the lakes are open. And then we made a big swing, and we went over Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> and Gray's Bay was wide open, but then Wyzetta Bay and Smith Bay and that, that main lake was still locked up at least midday on Thursday. And really what that showed is the difference between a deep water lake and a, and a shallow water area. Really the key this time of year is, to, especially now with this late spring, is to look for the warmest water possible. Now, we've had some great warm weather and some good sun the last few days, and the water temperatures are warming up fast. But, uh, I mean, just the Thursday I got off uh, the, the airplane and I drove in and I went to a small creek uh, near my office, and it's loaded with walleyes and pike. 
they're they're in there spawning right now, and these fish were in less than six day, you know, three feet of water. And so I would look shallow. I would make long casts. I would be very careful where we moved up, and I would fish probably a jig and a minnow or a jig and plastic and make super long casts using something like a fire line so you can get the bait away from the boat. And, and I would fish shallower than I think most people are comfortable. You know, three feet, four feet, five feet, six feet, depending on the lake that you're on. So are you going to be looking for just more little small areas where maybe there's some water flow, or uh, uh, what are you looking for in that aspect? Well, the last time we fished the governor's opener uh, on in Green Lake, it was a number of years back, and the, there was a, a big storm forecasted for the morning, and I was fishing with Karen, and I said, why don't we go out at midnight, we'll throw some cranks uh, up in the north end, and there's a little, there's some, there's some outflow, inflow actually on the north end of Green Lake, and so we targeted that sort of area up in the flats and we had our first walleye in about five minutes and we had a, just a ball that night we ended up almost limiting out we ended up uh, ending the night early just so we could fish in the morning without without taking a limit but it was tremendous and it was one of those things where the north side of the lake with good flats where are these fish going to spawn look for those look for current areas things where they're going to congregate and and go shallow i, I think really a, a key could be this year or typically can be shallow yeah and it's amazing a lot of people don't think uh you know fishing two feet of water but if that's where they're at at that point that's that's where they're at and you got to fish it steve panaz is our guest from lake commandos we'll chat about his uh, tv show coming up here as well as some of the other ventures he is involved with leg any questions you can call in uh, 651-989-5855 we'll preview more of the governor's opener in Wilmer and Spicer area, and uh, we'll get some more tips for the walleye opener and probably talk some panfish because I know he's a big panfish guy too. So Steve Panaz will continue with him next. He's Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. Halfway down, halfway to go here on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 1035, and the free iHeart Radio app. Chris Kudak, I'm Stan Poggle, and we're chatting with a good friend, uh, Steve Panaz of Lake Commandos. You can find all that good stuff at lakecommandos.com. And Steve, I noticed you got some great videos, uh, pro tips, pointers, um, product reviews on there, so it's a good source of information. Yeah, we really try to share as much as we can, and and help people catch fish and really enjoy their time on the water. And Steve, before we get off this Green Lake deal, do do the locals they 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 use a lot of bobbers out there with jig heads and, and leeches and crawlers and stuff on that lake, or is it just mostly jigs and jigs and minnows? You know, uh, when I fished there recently, uh, it's all been for smallmouth. It's a tremendous smallmouth fishery and, and largemouth. So I, I really haven't seen too many of the guys fishing walleyes, but I suspect. They're doing a lot of live bait rigs. It's a clear body of water with lots of structure. And uh, if they're not fishing jigs, they're probably fishing live bait rigs. Okay. Well, that, that's good to know. It, it, you know, I, like I said, it's been years since I've been out there, but it was, it was it, like you said, it's a gorgeous lake. I mean, it, and it's, a, it's really a lake that's overlooked by a lot of people in that neck of the woods. Yeah, and you know what? There's some other really good lakes not that far away from it as well. It's, a, it's one of those real fishy areas uh, of the state, and... I think it's a great place for the governor's opener in terms of just sharing the news about what uh, that body of water and that area really has to offer. 
Yeah, and Wilmer's such a nice town. I mean, I've been in Wilmer many times for different stuff, and it, it's really a, a it's really a nice town. The river goes through it, and I mean, it's a it, it's a it's a really a nice town, and it, you know, I've always had fun out Wilmer. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's fun to be get out of the grind here in the metro and uh, get out there a little bit and and uh, experience that. So we'll be there uh, next week. Make sure you listen uh, next week's show, and we'll have. Uh, Plenty of reports. I think we'll probably chat with our good buddy uh, Landwehr, and we'll probably have Curry on. I heard he's got some big news for us, Kudux, so we're not going to disclose that. We'll let him do that. But uh, all our good friends up there, you know, we got to have our annual talk with the sheriff up there, too, the, the conservation officer, to keep us on the straight and narrow. Well, Curry, as you speak, is probably about uh, 15 miles north of being a turkey blind. He's got a, I believe he's got a young gal up there on a mentor program, and he's got uh, Focus Outdoors with Tom Porker up there, and he's filming this deal. So I talked to Porker this morning before he left, and I, I'm curious to see how they do with their turkey hunt up there because their turkeys, I mean, the stuff is moving. Animals are moving all over in the last couple of weeks. It's It's been, I mean, I've been watching deer and turkey in my yard and, and, and the geese and the ducks, and I'm hoping that this little girl gets gets an opportunity to, sh- to shoot a nice turkey. Yeah, it's a great time of the year, everything coming alive, the trees budding. So uh, let's get back with Steve Panaz here of Lake Commandos. And, Steve, for those that haven't caught the show, um, maybe explain it any bit, but it's a great thing uh, as far as, you know, like we're going to the governor's open. We've never fished there, and that's pretty much the premise of your show, to show people what to look for and uh, what to do in that situation. Yeah, the premise is really we take two experienced anglers and drop them on a body of water with no pre-fishing, no experience. And a lot of times we'll pull up on a lake that we've never even seen before until we actually, you know, get to the boat ramp. And so we go through kind of a a little bit of a a checklist on how to decide what we're going to use. One is the species, obviously, if we're fishing bass or walleye or, or whatever, you know, so we'll target some of those types of baits that work for them. But we look at seasonality. But one of the things that I really use right away is water clarity. Uh, if a lake is clear, uh, that means that the, the weed growth is going to be running further out into the body of water. Sometimes uh, I've been in waters like Thunder Lake where we were seeing grass down at 28, 30 feet. And then you've got other lakes that are real turbid. And those lakes, the, the, the deep weed line may end at 7, 8 feet. And, and really that helps you decide not only where you're going to fish, but what you're going to use because uh, you've got to have a bait that will get down deep or run shallow or whatever. And then we just kind of tweak it. Uh, my, my fishing partner for the day will say, well, I want to beat you today, so I'm going to cast a crankbait. And, uh, and then we'll fish for two hours with his pattern or her pattern, and, uh, and then we'll switch over to my pattern. And if they're going to go to hard baits, I'll typically go soft or maybe a topwater or something like that. And then whoever's leading after four hours, uh, two with the first pattern, two with the second pattern, then we fish out the rest of the day using the pattern that's working. But when you have two people in the boat and you're fishing the same water at the same time from the same boat and you're trying to beat each other, you start experimenting more with things like uh, uh, color and weight and speed and casting direction. And, And what I've learned over doing about 90 episodes now is that these little things can make a huge difference. Line choice is massive. I got beat by a guy named Josh Bertrand yesterday or last year. Uh, who's, he was yesterday. He was in eighth place in the Bassmaster Elite Tournament on Kentucky Lake. I haven't had a chance to see what he's doing today. But Josh beat me by three fish 
And the only thing that he did differently was he was using a, a quarter ounce sinker and I was using an eighth ounce sinker. And it doesn't sound like a big difference, a quarter ounce, but he was using twice, twice as much weight as I was. And it was a, just a matter of him getting to the bottom before me and he was getting more bites than I was. And so it was just a one example of how the little things can make a big difference. Yeah, and you know, I've seen it time in and time, in, time out that uh, color, uh, like you said, weight, you know, line. I mean, some guys use use eight pounds, some guys use four pounds, and I mean, it, there's there's a lot of a lot of variables that that uh, you know, some days it'll work, some days it won't work. Absolutely. Yep. So, Steve, uh, what else do you have? I know you've been out. Uh, I noticed. Look like you're out traveling around, maybe down south or something. What other? Uh, as as being the guy that gets to do this all the time, kind of for a living. Uh, where are some other places and experiences you've had here since the last time we talked to you that kind of stood out? Well, Thursday, uh, I, I just returned home from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I'm a history buff, uh, and I love the fish. And, and, and Charleston really blew me away. I had never been there before. The, uh, the history there is amazing, dating back all the way to uh, and before the uh, Revolutionary War. And the fishery, you've got great uh, freshwater fisheries with uh, Lake Moultrie and, and Lake Marion. It's called, uh, everybody calls them Santee Cooper. It's, uh, it's the lakes really where uh, Roland Martin got his start back in the early 70s. And, uh, and, and Moultrie actually produces, uh, I think at one point they had three of the biggest uh, catfish in the world for each species, which is, you know, channel cat, blue cat, and, and flathead. So it's an amazing fishery. But then you've got the harbor area where the uh, redfish and, uh, and the, you know, some of the fish like grouper and, and um, uh, sheep's head and things like that were really going when we were there, too. So what a, what a neat place. If you're looking for a, a, a great vacation destination with some fishing, uh, I, I would highly recommend it. I was, I was literally blown away, blown away by Charleston. Well, Steve, here's one for you. Back where we yeah. grew up years ago. Yep. Uh, you know, we got the Mississippi River there. I yes. mean, we, we, we've all fished it when we were kids. I mean, that's where we grew up when we were kids. We, we should do a little carp show. Go down there and do a little carp fishing show for, for the people and show them what, you know, what, all the fish in that, that river. I mean, you can catch carp, walleyes, bass, northerns, muskies. It's all in that Mississippi River from the Cooler Rapids Dam, you know, all the way down. I mean, it's a, it's a fishery that nobody ever fishes. You know that I, I actually grew up fishing the Camden area and biked down to right where the Shingle Creek dumped into the river. And I mean, we over the years we caught walleye, we caught a lot of smallmouth bass, a lot of carp, a lot of catfish, and and it really that area below the Coon Rapids Dam and above the Coon Rapids Dam, just tremendous fisheries. And yeah, that's one of those resources that uh, everybody in the cities, uh, if you got a kayak or if you got a fish from shore. Uh, I mean, really, you can catch a lot of fish uh, without a, a big boat and, and fancy equipment. You can just go down and have a ball. Talking with uh, Steve Panaz of Lake Commandos. You can find more at lakecommandos.com. And, Steve, before we go, we got a couple of minutes here. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the opener. But um, just for the simple uh, guy like me that's that's not an expert like you in Kuduk, uh, maybe two or three things to either try or – you know, if I'm looking at my graph or looking at my maps, uh, maybe two or three things to, to focus on and try uh, coming up for the walleye opener next week. If you want to go out at midnight, and a, a lot of anglers do, I would look at 
some of the structure on the northern side of the lake where you've got big spawning flats with hard bottoms, sand, rock, gravel, that type of stuff, and where you control crankbaits, uh, stick baits, um, like Berkeley cutters, like the 90, where they've got more of a subtle roll or a, a small thing like a flicker shad, something like that, and, and troll relatively slow. If you go out there, uh, try you know, two people in a boat, you know, maybe one run a number five and one run a number seven, and one run a dark bait, one light a light bait, and just kind of see what happens. The other thing I would do is, is really fish a, a jig and a minnow uh, or even a live bait rig. And uh, But I, if, if there's two guys in the boat or three guys in the boat, have somebody fish a minnow, somebody fish a, a leech, and, and somebody fish a bobber, somebody fish a jig, somebody fish a live bait rig. And the fish will actually tell you what they're looking for that day, and that will help you get on the pattern faster than if you're all fishing the same exact uh, technique. Great. Steve Panaz is our guest, and before you go, we always like to have a little fun with your with our guests here on Outdoor Adventures. And what's that crazy kid of yours doing? I seen him doing some type of high jump, ripping his shirt off for the for the cheerleaders. <laughs> what what is going on? That guy's a card. Know, Pierce, uh, he's uh, one funny dude. He's got a uh, he's got a gymnastics, a Special Olympics gymnastic event tomorrow. Uh, so we're rooting for him at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. And uh, yeah, he put on a show. We uh, we went out last. Night. It was so beautiful. We went over to Lord Fletcher's for uh, just a a quick bite to eat out on the, d- the deck last night. And he jumped up on one of the planters and put on a dance. And I think half <laughs> the place just started roaring. He's um, He's a funny, funny young enter- man. And, uh, Might have a future in entertainment like yourself. But uh, I remember the first time I met you in person, I had chatted with you, but I, I didn't really know exactly what you looked like, and I ran into your local establishment, and I was first a little shy to say hi to you. And I don't even know if I, I, I chatted with you that night, but uh, you know the establishment, I'm sure, what I'm talking about. And I sat yep. there, and I, I saw him, and all of a sudden he lifted that bottle up and just started pounding, and I'm like, there is no way that kid is of age. Well, here it was a root beer I found out later, but I was like, huh, I'm going to have to have to have a contender for my bottle bass champion. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's, he keeps asking when he's going to be a senior. He's got uh, one more year. Yeah. Uh, well, one more month and he'll be a senior. So Sounds he's, great. He's excited. Well, uh, wish him well at his event uh, coming up here, and uh, best wishes to you as well, and we look forward to seeing you at the governor's opener. Absolutely. Take her easy. You, See you next Friday. You, yep. you tell Pierce that we're rooting for him tomorrow, and uh, and uh, you tell him to, to stay out of trouble. But we uh, we, we every every video you send of Pierce is, is uh, he's always doing something. I mean that kid is always doing something. <laughs> you take her easy, Steve. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Good luck to everybody next week. Sounds good. Thanks, that is Steve, uh, Steve Panaz of Lake Commandos TV. And a fellow uh, member of the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame with my buddy Kuduk here. You can check him out at lakecommandos.com. A few events in the area to uh, partake in this weekend. Of course, it's Cinco de Mayo, Kuduk. So are you going out with your sombrero and uh, partying a little bit tonight? No, no. I'm I'm rigging rods, and I got stuff to do. I just got home here a little bit ago. I got a buddy of mine's daughter got married, and he's down over at uh, uh, Spring Lake Park, I believe. The old uh, hitching post or something like that. There's a big wedding there. I might sneak down there, oh, here maybe in about an hour, just to go go say hi to all the all the old boys from school that are going to be there. All the bunch of buddies I hung around with, and he's up from Texas, so 
I might, if I get time, I might run down there quick to, to go say hi. But, uh, you know, it's uh, trying to get stuff ready. I mean, I, it, before I leave on, on uh, Thursday, I know I'm going to have to cut the grass because it looks like it's going to rain out. It, it's going to it's because this stuff is going to start to grow. So I try to get caught up on stuff. But do you want to know something? It don't happen. Yeah, exactly. It's It takes a lot to uh, do the daily chores, you know. What you need is a good woman in your life, Kudak, maybe to help you out a little bit and uh, be be your right-hand lady. Well, yeah, well, that may be happening, maybe not. I'm in no, uh, <laughs> no hurry for that, you know. I, 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 got, uh, I got enough problems going on. I don't need any more. Well, that isn't going to help any, but uh, we'll be back to wrap up the show here on Outdoor Adventures. Uh, don't forget, Black Republican, Black Democrat coming up here at the top of the hour. Well, they'll go through the news of the week and some great guests coming up as well at the top of the hour. One more segment to go here. We'll wrap up uh, on what you can partake in at the governor's opener next weekend in the Wilmer area and also uh, go through other fun events uh, happening here in the Twin Cities and surrounding areas. Coming up next, when we wrap things up here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, and the free iHeartRadio app. If you haven't yet, download that iHeartRadio app. You can search Outdoor Adventures and listen to past and present episodes anytime you want on the iHeartRadio app, or you can search Twin Cities News Talk and catch us live every Saturday from 5 to 6 here on the radio. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, too. Give us a like there. we got uh, Iceberg and Videos. Uh, Kudak, uh, me introducing Kudak's buddies to uh, non-cheap beer. Uh, what else? We, we got all sorts of fun stuff on there, and uh, hopefully it'll be me, Kudak, uh, holding the first annual Kudak versus Stan Challenge uh, walleye tournament coming up here next week in Wilmer. Well, yeah, hopefully you do it. You never know. It's uh, you know beginner's luck. You you might stumble across a dead carp or eelpot or something. You <laughs> could you could snag into who knows. Well, like you always say, uh, even a blind squirrel finds it not once in a while. And and by the way, I just chatted with the secretary here, and uh, she has passed along in- some information. Let me see what it says here. Uh, it says tell Kudak that I have my Snoopy and Barbie series rods ready, and I'm ready to catch more fish than him. Well, you want to know something? She probably will. It's, uh, uh, the women, you, 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 I've been doing this a long time. I've had women in my launches, put the guys on one side, the women on the other side, and the women will outfish the guys uh, 90% of the time. So I, I hope she does. I mean, we're out there to have fun. And, uh, you know, we'll have a good time. Well, it's just, it's just kind of like men. You just don't argue with them, and the fish have figured that out as well. You just don't argue with the women. You just give in and make them happy. Well, we're just going to see how happy she is on Thursday night after <laughs> you know, you make a spectacle of yourself. And we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how, long, how long the boat ride is on Saturday for you. <laughs> I've, I've never heard it called a spectacle before, but uh, that sounds pretty fun. No, yeah, 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 but uh, no, it's it should be fun opener. I mean, it, hopefully the everything. You know, we got good weather. We don't have to freeze our hands off, and we don't have to wear our rain suits. And you know, 
hopefully it's a good time. And, and you know, we're, we're it's, it's a nice area out there. I mean, it's going to be a fun time. We're, we're going to catch some fish. And, you know, I, I don't know what they asked us what lake we wanted to go to. And, I, you know, wherever they put us, they put us. I mean, if we go to Green, we go to Green. If we go to some other lake, I guess we go to some other lake. But uh, we'll, we'll play it by ear, and when we get there, we'll find out. Yeah, it should be a great time up there in Wilmer. If you can make it up there, I know there's plenty of community events. they got a community picnic, I believe, on a Friday. Uh, they also got a big banquet. I believe that is Saturday night, correct? Uh, yeah, I think they got a deal. Something going on Friday night, and I think they do got a banquet on Saturday or, or, or a picnic on Saturday afternoon. Some kids, but they got a bunch of kids stuff going on. I, I think that's Friday or, or Saturday afternoon. They got a bunch of kids stuff, so mm-hmm. bring your kids out there. I, they, they got, uh, I think it's a casting deal or something, and they give the kids a bunch of prizes and fishing rods or whatever, but you know, it's usually, you know, usually they got something for everybody out there. They got a, I think it's a wine tasting deal, and you can go through the fisheries out there one day. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, they, they got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and a couple other things going on this weekend. Uh, you can catch here in the metro. Uh, this sounds fun. The Grill Fest happening at CHS Field, uh, the Saints Stadium. Uh, it's wrapping up today, but uh, goes on again uh, tomorrow. Um, not a whole lot of other things uh, going on uh, as far as. Uh, Cool events like that. Well, we got the Kentucky Derby. I, I, I think they're lining up as of now. I haven't really paid attention, but uh, that's going to be going down here in just the next couple of minutes. And uh, I'm sure you're pumped for this. The Mille Lacs Advisory Committee is going to meet uh, here on Monday, the 7th, up there at Azadis. And we've had uh, plenty of information on that. But uh, just go to our Facebook page, uh, look for an episode, or if you got that iHeart app, uh, look for an episode with either uh, what Dean Hansen is a good one. We chat with up there, and I know you've uh, had some great information on that. But uh, we will we will keep an eye on that and see if anything happens with that. But it continues to kind of seem like a uh, a never ending situation, and I hope uh, they get things straightened out up there for uh, the locals and uh, fishermen alike up there. Uh, it's uh, one of the deals that there's no fish, but everybody seems to be catching fish and. Uh, uh... Somewhere along the line, it, it you know something needs to be done one way or another, and hopefully the them guys can sit down and, and hash something out with them, and you know we won't know. But I don't think uh, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about a Malax on opener. I got a feeling it'll be uh, you know a few days after with the ice that's on there. But you know, there's people get out. There's plenty of places to go fishing right now. There's some streams or small lakes open. You don't need a boat. The, the fish are in shallow. You know, go from shore, cast your bobber out or your jig with the minnow on it, and catch some fish. It's, it's that time of the year. Yeah, I, coming into work this morning, I, I I was getting a little disappointed. I'm like, man, it's going to be a long day knowing all these people are out enjoying the outdoors. I actually snuck out for about a half hour this morning before I came to work just so I could kind of enjoy the sounds and sights of spring. I mean, I had ducks and geese honking and quacking at me and crows Con in the background and cardinals chirping behind me and woodpeckers eating some trees. I mean, it was uh, it's just a great uh, way to start the day, and I'm looking forward to more of that coming up here at the Governor's Fishing Opener up at uh, Wilmer and the Spicer area. And looks like a great area, and we're going to chat with all of our buddies, so it'll be some good information as well. And, uh, you know, like I say, the first annual uh, Kudak versus Stan Walleye tournament is happening, so I'm sh- I'm sure it's going to be a fun one. No, we're going to have a good time. We're going to go out, and if we catch fish, we catch fish. Like I said, we're going to go out there and give it the old college try. It's uh, 
It'll be a fun late to go fish. We got uh, the secretary. We're going to have to have her run the camera and do do a bunch of videos for our, way, our Facebook page and, and get that taken care of. But I believe she's probably pretty good at that by now. And we should have a, a good time fishing. It should be fun. And uh, if the ice ever does come off Malax up there, are you going to be doing some launch stuff again this summer? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be driving launches for Terry. I'll be driving for Dickie. I already got a bunch of trips booked for this summer. So, yeah, it's, it, you know, we'll do some bass trips and some walleye trips. And yeah, it, it should be an all right summer. There's a lot of bass in the lake, so we can go out and put the herd on them, I guess. So what are we going to put on this uh, little uh, side bed here? We we got to, you know, at least bet a, bet a uh, corn dog or a beer or something. Well, we'll figure that out when we get there. We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see. See how messed up you get, if, you know, if, <laughs> if I got to feel sorry for you or if I want to shellac you. Yeah, well, you might be feeling uh, sorry for yourself, buddy. I'm just going to put it that way. So, uh, <laughs> huh. you're, not, yeah, well, you're, not, you're not taking well, it out. The girlfriend, the girlfriend secretary puts you in line when she's there. Yeah, all right, buddy. You have a good one. All right, we'll talk to you. Yep, that is legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer. Chris Kudak, I am Stan Poggle, average everyday fisherman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. Hopefully we'll see you at the governor's opener out in uh, Wilmer next weekend. If not, best of luck for the big walleye opener. Looks like most of the lakes will be open, so get out there and enjoy it. Black Republican, Black Democrat, that is coming up here at the top of the hour. Jamar Nelson and Patwin right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130.